Axiom, the tasty truth. Hey there, ladies and germs. This is Elder Bryson with Golden Plates. I'm here with uh, Raphael from Herzegonia, and uh, we're going to chat about music. How's it going, bud? Hey, I'm fine. Everything's fine here. Hell except, yeah. Except what? What's wrong <laughs> about the <laughs> pandemic? Yeah, no shit. That's uh, that, that's it's uh, it's it's hurting us all, literally and metaphorically. Um, yeah. So anyway, tell us uh, tell us a little bit about your band. How'd you guys get started? Uh, what, what, what what's your what's your deal? Well, we started in 2016 um, in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. So we start playing. We are interesting common common interests in music. Like we are trying, we want to play post punk music, new wave, punk rock, gothic, some stuff like that. So I found out the the other guys, Mario mainly the, the drummer. Then he introduced me the he introduced me Marcelo, the best player. Then we started the band. And so everything starts to happen. We play, we made tours through the through Brazil, South America, uh, other countries here, Argentina, Uruguay. Then I think we, we uh, some labels start paying attention on us, and then we got signed and released. Finally, we released the album. Hell yeah! So you you guys got signed before you ever even released an album. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's one thing you wish you'd known uh, when you guys started back in 2016? Sorry, what? What's one thing that you wish you had known, like when you guys first started? Uh, what do I wish? I I I would like to know. No, like, just, what do you know now? Now that you wish you'd known four years ago. Well, I I wish you know that we have this this pandemic this pen, <laughs> uh, pandemic shit. <laughs> That's what I, I would like to know. Um, well, I don't know. I never thought about it. Actually, because, um, you know, we have the band here in Brazil and it's always tough for us because, you know, we are in a, in a country that it's, it's not in the, um, it's not part of the, you know, the, the circuit in Europe, U.S. and everything. So I, I, I knew that it's, it's going to be tough. To, to get to be listening in, in outside of the country and that's our main goal to be to to, to have our music listening in, uh, outside Brazil that's because we sing in English 
so we thought about it. Yeah, no, that's that, that's uh, that's it's it's a challenge for anyone. On the one hand, you know, maybe it's a little easier to get into it uh, when you're not on the circuit, right? When there's not as many, you know. Uh, international acts coming through maybe it's a, a little bit easier to get shows or no is that is that not a thing how does that work sorry uh can you ask again please yeah sure so uh like is it is it you being uh from a country that's you know not on the major circuit that doesn't get as many mm-hmm. uh you know international rock bands coming through did you find it was easier for you to get shows or was it harder um how, how did that work out for you uh, it's definitely harder, I guess, because um, if, if we had more, actually, uh, nowadays we have some Brazilian bands playing more in Europe. Uh, but for us, it's completely it's a non, it's a completely different scenario because you know the, the way things uh, works here for concerts for tours are completely different the ways are in Europe and in US I believe so we we are getting used to it right now because before all these things happening to the world with the co- coronavirus and all we are booking a, a tour in Europe so it's, it's something it's a challenge because uh, we have to know how things work there it's it, as I as I told you, it's completely different here. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so, what does the phrase "sex, drugs, and rock and roll" mean to you? Well, it sounds fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I wish I, I was. I had. I wish I was younger. <laughs> had the health I used to have in my old days. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Maybe it works for two days in in a tour, and then after that, I'll be completely destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nobody nobody warns you about how rigorous touring is, right? Like you know, I, I've my longest tour, you know, was a few days, right? And uh, you know, by by the end of day two, I was just exhausted. So. <laughs> and, um, that's that's just after drinking a couple of beers. So I I get you on that. Um, on yeah. a on a scale of one to ten, how weird are you? How weird am I? Yeah, I think I think I'm very weird. What, very. What's, what's the weirdest thing you've done while while you were in quarantine? While I'm what? Sorry, it was well, sound well during the pandemic, what's the weirdest thing you've done? <sighs> during the pandemic, I got engaged. I think it's the most weird thing I did. That's that's <laughs> beautiful and terrifying all at the same time. <laughs> no, that's that's weird because you know you you can you can go outside. You can go to parties you can go to clubs you can, so it's very weird because <laughs> when i was when I, I was when i could do all these things i didn't get engaged but now that i can do all those things i did get engaged maybe that's the word weirdest thing that happened to me 
I mean, I guess it makes sense because if, if you're if you're going to spend all that time with somebody when you're locked down, right? I guess you know at that point, right? Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. So uh, what have you been listening to lately that's been inspiring to you? Um, wow, I, I list a lot of things. Uh, well, that I like... Mm, groovy me, funky music like you know uh, I was listening to Bo Diddley James Brown and uh, some stuff like that I was like I like Afro beat like Fela Kuti I like uh, jazz and I like uh, punk rock Stooges MC5 I like Velvet on the Ground and you know, um, post-punk stuff like um, television, um, The Clash, um, No Wave stuff like James Chains and the, con- the Contortions. I listen, well, I listen even Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> Even I love, that's a that's a great diverse range of musical taste. I'd, I'd love to hear a song that was inspired by both James Brown and The Clash. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, what has been your guys' biggest failure as a band, and uh, what did you learn from it? The biggest failure. Mm. Well, we, we had a, a tour set for uh, last year. And it didn't happen. It was very frustrating. But well, I I I I I I don't know if I can say if it's a it's a failure because you know it's something that it, it's bigger than us. But let me think: a failure, our greatest failure. Maybe uh, maybe my great my greatest failure. Talking about myself is. Um, lose my voice in the second show in the tour. (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend like I've never done that. Um, Maybe not the second show, but you know, uh. (laughs) because we're, we're playing in Argentina in the winter and it's very cold. Um, Then uh, I went out the club, you know, completely, um, wet, uh, soaking wet, and I, w- I went to the cold, and, uh, you know, I, I, was, I, dr- I had drink a little bit, and I didn't realize that, whoa, what am I doing? So then the day before, I was, like, completely with no voice. So it was, I think, the worst, the worst concert I did in my life, because I was m- miming <laughs> they come right. all the time. <laughs> Extra guitar solos on that show. <laughs> <laughs> so what advice would you give to somebody who wants to be a musician? Well, you, you, uh, an advice. I'm, I don't know if I'm a very good person to give advice. That's the but, best person to give advice. Me? Yeah, someone who's not a good person to give, who thinks they're not a good person to give advice, is always the as the uh, best advice. Okay, thanks. <laughs> uh, 
Um, what, what I could say is that if you really want to, you know, be, do this, stay with this, with this kind of people, <laughs> this kind of thing that we call rock and roll, first, you have to love it above everything. You have to really love it. Otherwise, it makes no sense. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent accurate. I, I think, you know, I think I think people who aren't involved in music, you know, they see you know these bands and uh, they think it's easy, right? Like, oh, they wrote a hit song and now they're famous, right? And they they don't see that like Interpol spent five years playing free shows and shitty bars in New York before anyone knew who they were. Like, it's a thing. Well, um, there's something about me. I, I, uh, for sure, you do know. I, I don't know if I should uh, talk about it, but well, now that I started, I'm going to tell you. I used to play in a band in Brazil that was very big. And uh, we started like, like very fast. You know, we started the band and very fast. We got signed with Sony Music, and we play a whole country. We play Europe, we play Japan, U.S. So I quit this because it it was not my thing. You know, it became something bigger, bigger than than art, the music. It just became business, and it not it wasn't what I really wanted to be involved with. So we started Ezegovina. That is not. There's nothing like have with. The, it's completely different, you know. So I don't know how much time. I don't know even if, if it's going to happen that some someday someone we recognize us at this point that you know pay a decent money for us <laughs> to leave, <laughs> but. I'm really doing what I, what I love and what I believe. That's the point, I guess. Uh, and and it comes through in the music too. Uh, so where where can our where's the best place for uh, for people who listen to our show to check you out so that you know we can we can expand those that group of people who love what you're doing a little bit. Sorry, uh, Eller. So where's your you where's your like where is your online hub like where can we find you? To watch, to, to, to see to, a concert? To, no, like on, on the internet. Oh, on the internet. Well, I really suggest Bandcamp. Uh, and that's the, you know, the, the where I listen to music and I think it's the more of fair and just for the artists. So I, I suggest people to check us out in Bandcamp. But we have now released the vinyl that we are selling through the Bandcamp too. You can buy it. We ship all worldwide. So Bandcamp, I think it's a, a good place to check us out. All right. Well, we'll drop a link for all that uh, in the comments. Uh, right now, we're going to play this song. Uh, 
We're going to play a song, Road of Joys, and we'll be right back. Okay.
Oh God, that's a, the, your guitar tone on that track is just so much fun. I love it. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, um, tell us about the process of recording that album. Well, uh, the, the the best player, Marcelo, he he had a studio, so is where we used to practice. And it's not really an appropriate studio for recording an album, but that's all we, 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 we had. So we, we make some changes and um, we record everything there in, in his studio. It takes like um, eight months <laughs> because, um, you know, half of the songs we did while we are recording the the, the 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 album. So this is very you know you for me it's it's completely different process because um we are start to make the songs and experiment with you know things that comes in the mind and if it's work okay if it didn't work we try and again. So it's a good part that we have all this time to make this. So it took us eight months to record. Then after that, uh, we went to a friend's studio in Sao Paulo, uh, and we mixed it through. It was a um, more professional studio, and we made the mix there in like five days. We mixed the whole thing, and. That's it. Hey, that's great. I'm all about that do-it-yourself ethic, man. Turning turning your studio into a place where you can record and you know going at it for eight months. That's 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 beautiful. Because if you wouldn't, you know, paid for a professional studio for a amount, of, that would cost so much money. <laughs> uh, uh, that's something that I didn't that I didn't tell you is that I'm an, I'm a sound engineer too. So I I for me. It, was like you know a job just to record and to you know set all those microphones and stuff like that so no big deal for us um then that we we really try to to achieve um a different uh sound to sound you know different in the the album not with very it's not that high-end sound but i think it sounds unique maybe well i dig it shit um so uh what was the moment that you knew that you wanted to be a musician um i think that's you know my er earliest memories it's in my earliest memories. I always wanted to be a musician. Always, I never thought to be anything else. It, just as as a little kid, you skipped you skipped astronaut straight to musician. I love it. Sorry, what? You, oh, just as a little kid, you you skipped straight from going to outer space to being a musician. I lo I love that. That's that's great. Mm -hmm. um, cool. What's your favorite curse word? Curse word. <laughs> yeah. Bad word. What, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Wow, man. 
<laughs> curse. I don't know if I understand. Let, let me know if I really understand what you're saying. The curse word, you know, something evil, mean, something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like naughty or, you know, bad or, yeah, any any of the above. Words that aren't used in polite company. Well, actually, actually, mainly in Brazil, I think that the negationist, negationism is the worst word I can imagine. I don't know. Are you from the U.S.? Yeah. So I don't know. I think things not going that good there too but here we are dealing with all these people that you know they're denying science denying you know like the the flat earth flat earth yep. people you know That's the the US is like that the UK is like that uh the Philippines are like that there's a lot of places right now that are that are kind of going through that so is that that's what that is? Is that that's what that translates to? Is a yokel who doesn't believe science? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, oh, so flat earther. I mean, I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a fucking flat earther. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you, what's funny is one of the first one of the first guests we had on this show was actually a flat earther, and he he every once in a while he'll send me like some like link to you know like prove that the earth is flat and i'll have to go debunk it like show him why why it's wrong <laughs> but he listens you know it's it's fun it's a fun little game we have uh <laughs> oh man so uh the opposite of that what is your favorite piece of gear now you're a sound engineer so i'm sure there's there's plenty of plenty you have to play with but uh what's you know from you know mics to your favorite guitar whatever it is what's your favorite piece of music equipment uh you mean uh, uh, instruments or in uh, in general the whole everything you use in the band what's your favorite piece of equipment i think that's my analog delay pedal uh not that i have uh, um you know uh, i'm emotional link with it <laughs> but he works uh, the whole concert, <laughs> I never turn it off. I, so I think it's, it's the most important thing. <laughs> I use a lot of Piece delay of too. Gear. I love it. What which delay pedal is it? It's a Ibanez analog delay, and I use it like a slap delay, and it's constantly on. The always on the slap so, delay. I love it. That's 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 um, great, and it's it's you can you can you, I can hear that. That's it's it's it's, it's a good sound. Um, all right, so you know you're you're on your way to your European tour after, but you know, like five years from now, you're you know you've made it. You're a huge band. You're on a private jet, right? And, I don't know. I know, right? Yeah, we'll see, right? But hypothetically, I hope, I hope. in our hypothetically speaking, right? You know. Okay. Um, and you've got all your records on the plane and the plane goes down and you have time to grab three of them to play on the island that you're going to live on for the next five years. What three albums are you getting? Well, <laughs> three albums. I'm mm, Miles Davis, Beaches Brill. 
uh, Stooges Funhouse and um, let me see it's a tough question the third um, one's always the hardest I think um, Joy Division Closer maybe Yep. No, Warsaw. Warsaw. All right. The the demos. Yeah. That's, 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 that's it. Those are a good, uh, that's, you won't get bored with that collection. I'm sure (laughs) that's good, good choices. I I love it. I hope, I hope I just, you know, hang, 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 got hanging myself. (laughs) Don't commit suicide. (laughs) Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't do that. The help is coming. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about the jokes. No, no, it's fine. I I love, I love gallows humor. It's my favorite. Um, Uh, no, no. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you make it like, like, you know, you, you make friends with a little volleyball or something and you know, you've got your records to keep you company and help comes and saves the day and you can finish off that tour that you were on. Um, but, uh, what do you typically like to write about in your lyrics? Well, I write about everything that bothers me and I, I think that we, can agree that we have a load of things that are bothering us every time. If especially if you live in Brazil, it's every day. It's like uh, you know tons of shit. You 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 open the the news, you listen to the news, and you can believe it. It's like living in a dystopia, you know. It's dystopian word, so that's what I, I write because it. I can. It, I. I. I'm just going to freak out if I don't, you know, don't put it down in music or in something, because it's so unreal, so like um, not unreal, but it like surreal, I guess. Everything's so fucked up, and then I. No, I have to write about it. I have to make something about it, or I'm gonna get mad. Get mad, really? Yeah. No, there's it's a long fucking list of things to be to be upset about, and so if, if writing about it helps you. I, I know it helps me sometimes because fuck <laughs> things. In, yeah. There's, I mean, all it's all over the world. You're seeing just this huge trend of uh, populist nationalism that just, it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, anyone who reads a history book knows how wrong they are, you know, yeah. but exactly. you know, people are dumb, I guess. I don't know. I don't have the answers. Um, what, what, what drives you as a musician? What drives me as a musician? Yeah. Um, passion, I guess. You know, uh, I think that I, I don't have the ability to to build things or to craft things. You know, I, I my my only skill, I guess, is to play guitar and you know sing when I can keep my voice and you know so that's something I think that's what it moves me is um, I think that I 
what's the, your question? What what moves you? What drives you? As a musician, I think you nailed it. You're, it's it's all it's it's what you got. <laughs> like, yeah. What it's, what, it's, what else would uh, you do? Like, yeah. That's the that's the way I can act in you know in my community. You know, it's making music. So that's it, I guess. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure you've got a good answer for the for this one. This is my favorite part of the show. Um, what's your What's your hot take? Your unpopular opinion? What's the one thing that you know is true that everybody else says is not true? Um, media manipulation. I know, sir. Wait, one more time. Media manipulation. Media manipulation. What? What about it specifically? You you ask uh, what one thing that I know is true. That yeah, like an, opi- are, an opinion that you have. Yeah, th- that uh, media are constantly manipulation society. What we believe, what we like, what we hate. Pre- mainly, what we hate, what we should hate. Or what we should buy, you know. It's 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 that's all. Where I really, it's yeah, it's that's It's all where orchestrated I, by the by the media. That's that's uh, that. I, I don't know if it's like orchestration, but I think that's a, a bad tool. You know, it's a it's a tool to that don't make the, this world better. It it make it worse, I guess. Okay, I can get behind that. I can I can see that, you know. Sometimes they try, I guess, but yeah, that's it's, it's here here in the United States. It's it's a, it's a thing too. Like it's it's all over. It's uh, I don't disagree with you on that, but I I know a lot of people probably do. <laughs> so <laughs> no, because I, you know I'm talking about my the the my the point of view of someone who lives in Brazil. I, I but I think that in US it's not too much different. But I think that you have more freedom to to the um, more um the media there is more how can I say um you know here it's like four families control all the media. That's what I, that's what I'm trying to say. Ah. I think that in America, it's there are more six. diversity. Yeah, there's, we have diversity. six. We have six families in America that control all the media. Oh. So yeah, it's, it's a little better. Uh. <laughs> Two choice more. <laughs> exactly, nailed it. Um, what's what's the best concert you've ever played? Um. Well, I think one of the best concert I did was in Montevideo in Uruguay. You know, Uruguay, it's a very good country here in South America. They legalized marijuana. They legalized the, the, the abortion now. Um, there's a cool scene, artistic scene there. And uh, we, we did a badass concert. So I think it was my, the, the best place, the best country. Right. What, what was the what was the name of the venue? It calls Tundra Tundra Bar. Tundra Bar. I recommend. 
I highly recommend it. I want I want to check that out. That's that sounds uh that sounds like a badass place to play when we eventually go on tour in South America. And it's a very nice place in the city, historic place actually. Don't ask me this is the the story. I don't know, but that's what people told me. That's a uh, that spot, that spot, it's a historic place in Montevideo. You know, the corner is like, you know, a famous corner in New York, something like that. Well, hell yeah. So Tundra Bar. Uh, yeah, I think I found it on Instagram. This That, that looks like a good time. Sweet. All right. Um, so uh, last but not least, if you were me, what question would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? <laughs> Good questions. Good <laughs> question. Um, let me let me think. Um, I, re, I the question I would do it's do you really want to go on with it? <laughs> do you yeah <laughs> sure sure why not <laughs> you've made it this far right <laughs> yeah oh yeah awesome That's it. I, I like your style dude is there, is there, is there any you have any last words for our people oh, i just like to thank for the you know for the, the this conversation, thank to play our music, you know, that's it. Well, hey, that was a nice. Here we have a, a, the sunset here. We're so that's a nice end of the day here. Yeah, the sun setting here too. I know we're you're probably a few hours behind us or ahead of us, but I think the sun's about to set here not too long from now too. Because uh, you know different hemispheres and whatnot, it's uh, you guys have long the longer days right now, and we have the super short, cold, sad days right now here. Mm-hmm. Even though you know it's been super hot this week, it's, you know global warming, right? That's that's a thing that people don't believe that's happening. So. Yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just get just get rid of all the stupid people somehow, you know. But like ethically, right? You can't go and kill them all. You just, you, you got to just make them not stupid somehow. When when I find the answer to that, I'll let you know. Uh, But anyway, ladies and germs, thank you so much for joining us. This has been I Like Your Style. 